and makes fun of all the interesting and fun things that happen at business school. Hi, and welcome to MBA Pod TV. I'm your host, Bob O'Keefe. The Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania is well known to be one of the top business schools in the world. With over 7,500 applications and a 15% acceptance rate, you know the competition's tough. Today, we're going to dig deep to get you the information that you need to write a stellar Wharton application. Joining us is Scott Shrum, co-author of Your MBA Game Plan and director of MBA admissions research at Veritas Prep, a GMAT prep and admissions consulting company. You'll also get advice directly from a Wharton admissions director and a Wharton alumnus. So tell me, Scott, what is Wharton best known for? Well, obviously, Wharton is known very well as a finance school. Uh, most people who are uh, aiming for a job on Wall Street, usually Wharton is one of their top choices, if not their top choice. Uh, and that's definitely true. They certainly deserve that reputation. Nearly half of their graduates actually go into the financial services sector. So anybody who's looking to get into a career in finance definitely should be looking at Wharton. Uh, what's not as well known, though, is Wharton actually has the largest marketing faculty of any business school in the world. They have a lot of thought leaders uh, in their faculty and a lot of people who are looking to get into marketing, uh, either practical or, or theoretical marketing, tend to look at Wharton as well they should. Beside that, uh, general management, uh, real estate management, uh, and risk management, uh, all tend to be lesser known majors, but those are all areas where Wharton is very strong, if not the strongest of any top business school. I get the question fairly often, what is the most important part of the application? Is it the GMAT score? Is it the essays? And while your GMAT is important and your GPA is important to give a sense of the academic profile, it is just as important as the essays which are telling us a little bit more about you or the recommendations or the interview if the school does require an interview to happen. So you really should put all of your effort into every single piece. I know that seems kind of daunting and a lot to do. Um, one great thing is that your GPA is already done, so you don't have to worry about that so much anymore. Um, so you can focus on the other five um, sections. But really, each section is important, and so you should give each section kind of your full attention and not think that you can rely on one section to help carry off the other parts of your application. What are some attributes that Wharton looks for in a candidate that they might not find in, say, printed materials or brochures? One quality that they don't emphasize that they definitely prize in their students is the willingness and the ability to get involved. Uh, some other schools, such as Kellogg and uh, Fuqua, definitely have that reputation of a very active student body. Uh, but what people don't give Wharton enough credit for is they're actually very similar in that regard. They have more than 100 student-run clubs. The students are involved. I need missions process at Wharton. So that, that willingness and that ability to help out, run programs, run events, run clubs, Wharton is going to look for that. And you, you can show that in your application uh, through your essays and describing your past work experiences, community involvement. Wharton will definitely respond favorably to that. Every year, Wharton puts together uh, about 150 students work collaboratively to put on a theater production. But this isn't a normal theater production. This is a totally student-written, designed, produced, constructed, and sang and danced and acted musical theater written entirely about things that happen in, at Wharton in business school called Wharton Follies. The housing panel told me where I should stay. Center City, 
we've got a budget of over $100,000, gain our own sponsorship, and put it on, and it makes fun of all the interesting and fun things that happen at business school. And I was one of the, the directors of that in my second year. And I think watching that go from the original conception to writing the script to casting the show to building the set to taking a, hundred, a team of 150 MBAs and doing the production week uh, was probably one of my most rewarding experiences. I remember being an MBA student at UCLA Anderson and I found that getting involved is one of the best ways to learn about leadership while having some fun at the same time. Business schools are definitely looking for candidates who can contribute to as well as enhance the campus experience and in this economy they're also going to be looking at your hireability post-graduation. Yeah, hireability more so than ever because the economy, the job market, and financial services, hireability is going to be very important for a school like Wharton. There are a couple of things that feed into how hireable you are, and these, usually these are the same things that affect how attractive you are as, a, as an applicant to the school. It's your maturity, and how realistic are your, your goals given all of your experiences to date. If you're somebody who has just terrible analytical abilities, no relevant business experience, and you apply to Wharton saying, and in three years I want to be running my own hedge fund, They're gonna, that's obviously going to be a red flag. Not only are you going to be struggling in the classroom, but you're also probably going to be very difficult for the career office to place. You need to have the abilities, and what you don't have in terms of skills and knowledge, they'll teach you. You need to have the abilities, and you need to be realistic about what you have and what you don't have and where you want to go. From my experience and sort of my experiences as an alumni yeah, and also Warden is sort of unique in that it has the, the first people who read applications are second year members of the admissions committee. So I think from, from that my experience I would say that the, the most important thing that really brings you out of a, a very talented pool on a very, you know, very strong application pool uh, is, is the level to which you can apply insightful self-awareness in your application. From a number standpoint, there is almost most of the pool is within the range of the middle 80 percent, and you can go online to the website and find out what the what the middle 80 percent is. But what really you know can bring you out is your level of introspection in the process. How much you really think about you know where your where is your experience, who are you, where do you want to go, and why is an MBA specifically from Wharton uh, a part of that plan? If an applicant was forced to pick one thing in the application process to really focus on to impress the people at Wharton, what should that be? Clients come to us at Veritas Prep all the time asking this question. What is the one thing I can change? What is the silver bullet I can have to improve my chances? Uh, the, the most powerful one is unfortunately the one that, that's very difficult to change and it's career progression. Uh, you know, talk is cheap. You can write a great essay. Uh, you can say all the right things, you can impress people in the interview, but nothing suits your candidacy better and supports it than showing in the three to five years, however long that you've been working, you've taken on more experiences, taken on more responsibilities, started to lead projects, you've earned the trust of your superiors. That'll come through in your essays because you'll have great stories to tell, and it'll also come through in your letters of recommendation. You'll have a manager who strongly supports your candidacy you can say, Bob is a very strong candidate for these reasons. He, he has exceptional analytical abilities. Here's an example. He has terrific leadership abilities. Here's an example. So on your job, that's where the, the rubber really meets the road. Otherwise, talk is cheap. But if you can really build your, your career story, and that takes years. That, that's not something you can solve in, in months. That takes years. That is the strongest part of your application that you can bring to Wharton. Like most schools, Wharton has three application deadlines. When I was applying to business schools, I did so in the first round to show my commitment to the program, 
but it was really difficult not to just procrastinate and wait for one of the later rounds. Most people will tell you, apply when you're ready, but in the case of Wharton, it's better to be ready earlier rather than later. By round three, uh, there, you know, it's, it's, the, it's later in the application season, you know, and, and that, at that point we're starting, you know, seats in the class are starting to get, you know, there's fewer of them. So we encourage people, especially uh, international students, to apply in round one and two because there's also concerns with uh, financial aid, visas, things that are hard to do on like a two-month cycle time because, uh, you know, if you get accepted in, in May and you need to be on campus on the ground in August, uh, it, it starts to shorten your time frame. A lot of MBA candidates see a lot of the same questions in terms of the essays from school to school. How does Wharton differentiate? What are some of the unique questions that they ask? One question that they've added this year that's new, uh, ask the applicant to describe something that they've done to improve themselves. It's, it's a question where Wharton is really just trying to hit on, tell us more about you. We want to know about you. What I think will be a less interesting path would be, well, I, you know, I had a job where I had to start doing some finance work and accounting, so I went and took an accounting course and I improved myself. That's okay, but, that, but that's not particularly interesting. Uh, what's a more interesting story is, is maybe you over overcame a fear or, uh, or another deficiency that you had, which was really painful or maybe uh, uncomfortable for you to overcome. So just, just building on a skill that you didn't have is not going to be that exciting. They really want to get to know you better and, and want to see you demonstrating some self-reflection. Uh, that's one way that you can do that. By really talking about something personal, don't be afraid to do that because they'll be very interested and they'll be very open to that. Business school is meant to be a, a time to learn and to form a network. And the school really encourages both things. There's an incredible faculty, there's a really strong core program, and then there's incredible students. And I think as people meet other people from Wharton, you realize they're really smart, but they're also just really down to earth and really interesting, inspirational people. And I think the people enforce that over and over again. Your toughest competition will tend to be from the people who are most similar to you. So you need to step back objectively, and it's hard to do, uh, but sit back objectively and think, okay, who else is coming from banking, like you know, or consulting, or whatever it might be? When Wharton is sitting there looking at 2,000 consultant applications, why would I possibly stand out? Sure, I've got a good GMAT score, I went to a nice undergrad college, but what else am I bringing to the table? And we'll leave you on that thought as you're putting together your applications. That's it for us today on MBA Pod TV. I'm your host, Bob O'Keefe. Visit us at mbapodcaster.com to register for weekly audio and video shows. Also, join us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up with the latest news and insights on your MBA application process. Mm -hmm.